Gemara says it's a Gemara begin at Avzayin and Aleph Omer Beis. But the Gemara says as follows: a very very famous Gemara. It's also a song. Mechayiv inish lebsume bepuria adlo yada bein oror haman lebaruch mordechai. So this is the makar for the song. This is the makar for the obligation, which is already brought down in Shulchan Aruch, that there is an obligation for everybody to get completely plastered on Purim B'siyat Deshmaya. Now we have to understand and define like everything in Yiddishkeit. Everything has a definition. What is the definition of that? What does the Torah want from us? What does Hazal obviously want from us? What exactly are we expected to do on Purim to be out to all the shitas? So, first of all, you have to know as follows. The Gemara says that statement. And then the Gemara says a very, very interesting thing. Straight after the Gemara says Chayev Inish to get drunk, the Gemara brings a Mordeka Maisa. And the Maisa is Rabba and Rabzeira. Rabbah and Rebzeira tells us the Gemara were eating together on Purim and they became drunk and Rabbah killed Rebzeira. Okay, he killed Rebzeira. Okay, now the next morning he saw, uh, uh-oh, this is a little bit of a problem. I don't think I meant to do that. So he did Tchiyas Hamesim and he brought him back to life. The next year, uh, Rabbah invited Rebzeira, would you, would you like to come to my Purim Soda? And Rebzeira says, uh-uh. No chance. I'm not coming to your Purim Seder. Not in a million years. Why? Because Nisim don't happen every single, every single year. And therefore, I'm not going to be able to lie on that. Now, I got this emotic Marshal. The Marshal explains that Rabbi didn't actually kill Reb Zera, But rather, he gave him so much alcohol that he became unconscious. The Meiri says the similar idea as well. But whatever it is, it's a, it was a Shaila of Sakona. And that's why Reb Zera refused the following year to accept the invitation. Now, that is the Gemara. Again, we have a Gemara, Chayv Inish, and we have a story of Rabbah and Reb Zeyra, Okay, with different Perushim, exactly the Marshal and the Me'iri, exactly what that means. Comes along the Roshonim, and they say there's a Machlikas to understand Pshat in this Gemara. And this is a very, very big enough Gemara to our Purim. Okay? Say the Machlikas Roshonim, what is the Pshat that this story followed the obligation to get drunk? Okay? So Rabbeinu Ephraim learns Pshat like this. Comes along Rabbeinu Ephraim, and Rabbeinu Ephraim says that since it, the Gemara says Chayiv Inish, and then it says this terrible story that happened, it see, it shows you what's the Gemara telling you that we don't paskin like Rabba, not Chayiv Inish, right? We don't do it. You shouldn't do this, right? Drink maybe, but to get drunk so much, no. And that's why the Gemara brings the story afterwards to show you don't do it, don't do it. Yes, Chayiv Inish, but don't do it. That's how Ravenu of Fremlands. Most of our Roy Minion opinion of Gedoli Rishonim, including the Rif, the Rosh, and as I pass in the Tor, held other Abba. What do you mean? The whole reason that the Gemara brought the story is the service that we do pass in Chaydanish. Horaya, Rabban, Rabzeri, they did it. So in other words, in the Rishonim, the Gemara is telling us that we do pass in Chaydanish. Because Horaya, the story. The story is a very important chalik of the Halacha. Shulchanach and Ochalamaisa paskins like Rabbah in the Gemara, and therefore Chayiv Inish. The Ramah brings other Rishonim that hold differently, which we will get to, Bisiyata Dishmaya, and um, we'll talk about that as well. Now, I mean, this is a double Pashat Admoid. Whenever we say getting drunk and Simcha and everything else, we're talking about a Simcha Shal Mitzvah, not Simcha Shal Holilus and Stam and Shtusim and, and garbage and everything else. That's a double Pashat. But now that we've learnt the Gemara, now that we've seen the Machlaikas Rishonim, now that we've seen Halacha Lemaisa, after all of that, I want to give you 
after that. Okay, I want to definitely do it in that order. Gemara, Machikas Rishonim, Halacha Lemaisa. Now we're going to some of the other sheetahs of Rishonim. Okay, so we've, we've, we've learned Rabbeinu Ephraim, we've learned the Tor, the Rosh, and the Rif. Now let's go into other Rishonim and see what do they say about this situation. So there is a Maril. The Maril brings down the Bach also that um, Oror Homon is basically Gematria. Hello? 502, which is also the Gematria Borich Mordechai. Now, if you cannot calculate this, says the Maril, you are drunk, and you are Yaitse your mitzvah on Purim of drinking, as I passed in the Bach and the Maril. The Bach brings another example. The Bach brings, I don't know what they gave you for breakfast over here. The Bach brings another example, and he says it's the order. In other words, the order of Baruch Mordechai and then Orohamon, if you mix up the order, says the Bach, oh, now I'm Yaitza. Toysfus famously in Megillah tells us that if you confuse the song of Sheshanas Yaakov, now again, let's challenge, let's, let's put the item to the challenge right now and see what happens. Again, it depends what they gave for breakfast, right? Um, you would be Yaitza again, Toysfus means you shall me, that holds that way. And then you've got a Modika Modika Heiligus Vasemis. Ah! The Svas Emes, which, by the way, Bishal Salanta Zatzal passing is this way also. That he says a Merdeki site. What does this mean when the Gemara says Ad Deloyada? Says Bishal Salanta and again the Svas Emes that Ad Deloyada is not a chiv, meaning there's no obligation to get to Ad Deloyada. Ad Deloyada is a patur. That means once I reached ad, reach that stage, I am now potter from drinking more. But it will come out basically according to Svas Emes that really a person has an obligation to drink the whole time and keep on drinking and keep on drinking and keep on drinking until you get to the, the, this madrake of Adulayada okay now you can stop but there's no obligation to get there that's why some people start drinking straight after davening and they just keep on drinking a low alcohol content and they just keep on going keep on going there's no chiv to get to Adulayada it's just if you got there you're potter yeah? hear the difference okay the um yeah, the Ephraim also says he had a dream, and it says, Ad veloy ad bechlal. That means not including that madrega, whatever it is. There's a Rabbeinu Avigda ala Torah. Rabbeinu Avigda ala Torah is a Rishon, and he writes that the whole purpose of drinking or Purim is not for your own personal simcha. It's not for your own happiness. It's to make other people happy. And therefore, if you get to the madrega that you can make other people happy, then you yoyt to the mitzvah. Rambam famously in Perik Beis in Hilchas Megillah says it's until the shit that you fall asleep. The Kolboy says you drink a little bit more than you normally drink. And the Ramah pretty much brings both of those two of the Rambam and the Kolboy that you drink a little bit more and then go to sleep and then your Yoytza in that case over there. Right? By the way, all of what I just told you, I wanted to tell you, add one Murdoch edition. The Heilige Satmaruv once said about the Zayda, the Heilige Zayda, the Yismach Moshe. That the Yismach Moshe, every year, by the Purim Surah, to said 24 new pshatim, in what does it mean, Chayv Inish? Right? 24 new pshatim, the Heilig Yismach Moshe, every single year, in what does it mean, Chayv Inish, to get drunk? But then he said, Oh, but the Ikra is Pasha Pshat. Now, everything we've said is, is Gavaldic, but we have to remember that, of course, the, the mitzvah is to have simcha and a simcha shal mitzvah, and a simcha shal hoilus and shtusim and garbage, and screaming and shouting and cursing and If somebody knows himself that that's going to be him, then obviously there's no mitzvah to drink. There's no mitzvah to drink, or maybe just have a little bit of a sip of wine or something like that, but not more than that. But I want to I talk about that right now as well. 
What are you meant to be drinking on Purim? What are you meant to be drinking on Purim? So if you look at Rashi, in the Megillah Dav Zayin on the base, the Rambam passing this way in the Rokeach, it's very simply Yayin. Why? Because the nace was done through Yayin. The whole situation, everything that went on over there with the Mishnah, the Simcha, the whole Homelach, Hashverish, Esther, everything that happened was only the Yayin. Mimelus, Rashi, as I passed in the Rambam Rokeach, that a person should drink Yayin. However, if you've ever looked at the Yisoyed V'Shorish V'Avoidah, an incredible, incredible Sefer. We did it last year, if you remember, in Yonid Purim. And in Shariud Beis, he brings down any alcoholic beverage is included in the mitzvah. And with Moshe and Shuvah in English, Moshe has the same idea, that anything you drink, you are 100% Yotzen, as always, Mashman, Yorcha Shulchan, Sibkotten, Hey, and as I pass in the Stipler, in Orchas Rabbeinu, Chelet Gimel, over there. Ravosna has a tshuva in Shevet HaLevi, Chedek Yud, Semer Kuzayin, Sikotan Beis, that he says, what happens if a person doesn't drink wine? You have people that don't drink alcohol. Right? There are people out there that don't drink alcohol. So Ravazza says, what do you do? Comes Purim, what are you meant to do? Forget about what do you do with Dalakosis. We'll have to get there when we talk about Hukas Pesach. But when you talk about Purim, what do you do? So Ravazza says like this, if it's because you're allergic to it, or a person can suffer terribly from it, he can get a, you know, his mum is allergic to it, or it's a real health situation for him, an older person for sure, then Avada, what's the Shaila? Then Avada, he's part and he shouldn't do it. But if he just, I don't like wine, I don't like alcohol, that's too bad. Then you have to drink, you could be out to the Rambam, you could be out to the Kolbay, drink a bustle more, put your head down the table, fall asleep, and you can be out in that way. I want to ask the Oilem an interesting question. What happens if comes Purim, comes the Suda, which obviously, by the way, the Ikazman to get drunk is at the Suda. You have people that walk into the Suda drunk. Now, that's a big problem because they end up not eating their Suda properly. There's a Din Suda. A Din Suda means you wash, you sit down, you have flesh, you eat something. Not that you're walking completely plastered and running all over the place. That, 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 that's not the point. You're meant to get drunk by the Suda. Right, Mitzvah Shem? Sunday afternoon, Sunday, Sunday late afternoon. This is what we're doing. This is a Mitzvah that we're going to be doing, Mitzvah Hashem. But let's say a person gets drunk. He misses benching. He misses benching. Or he misses Marif. What do you do in such a case? Is that okay? Is that, I'll tell you my Chakira. I'll tell you my Chakira. Do we say the Pshat is like this? Right now, there's a mitzvah for me to get drunk. I later on I'm going to miss the mitzvah of Bruchas HaMazan, Mariv and everything else. That's too bad. Because right now I'm Oisik mitzvah. And if I'm Oisik mitzvah, I'm Potter and everything else. I'm right now Oisik and getting drunk. I don't care what's going to be in three hours time. I'm on the to care about what's going to be in three hours time if I'm a kind of mitzvah right now. Or maybe we say no. But if you know this mitzvah is going to cause you to miss another mitzvah, so you could do this mitzvah. You have a chakira, right? Okay. So there is a primagodim in Reish Samaches. The primagodim in Reish Samaches brings down a very interesting thing. He talks about on a Friday night, people that rush their Shemona Esra in order to do Daven Vayachulu with the Tzibu. Right, there's an Indian to do Dafka Vechoda with the Tzibu, we're not going into it now. So he rushes the Shemona Esra, and, um, and he says that's what you should do. And as you should daven a little bit faster to make sure that you say Vechoda with the Tzibu. Now hold on a minute, right now I daven Shemona Esra. What do I care that in five minutes when the Tzibu are finished, and the Tzibu says Vechoda, I'm not going to be with him. Right now I'm davening. Elamai, you see from the Primagodim that there is an Indian to look at right? to look at what's going to be in the future to see, ooh, I'm not going to be able to bring that mitzvah. I've got to be careful of this mitzvah. So according to that, it could be that a person has to be careful. If he gets drunk, then he knows that he's going to miss Berchus Or Marif, he has to be careful. The problem is, there's a Radvaz. The Advaz and Chayyid Dalas Simon Yud Gimel, Mr. Rob brings in Simon Sali as well, that says if you have a choice to daven Mincha now or 
any other mincha at a hush of a time, which one would you choose? Right? Let's say, for example, you could choose mincha now or choose your mincha on Yom Kippur. For some reason, let's say. You're in prison. I don't know. Not you. Someone was in prison. And he was able to cho- make such a choice. Which mincha would he choose? The mincha of Yom Kippur or the mincha of a Wednesday afternoon? <coughs> Obviously the mincha right now. Because the mitzvah is in front of you. You've got to hop it. As I said in Madras, Silafiza. Who cares? I'm going to miss my. Who cares? I'm going to miss Birchaz Amazon. I've got to do the mitzvah right now. So, I don't want to go now into all the details of the different ways. We could spend a long time on this. But the Be'aloch on Tophet Shadihei brings down that a vada of a person is going to mezalzal in one mitzvah, in the Telesedayim, in Mincha, in Ma'ar. Obviously, Mincha, I never do the before the Suda, but theoretically, Ma'ar. What? That could be. But right now, I have a mitzvah to do. And right now, if I have a mitzvah to do, I'm okay. However, if I know for sure that through this mitzvah, there is no way I'm going to bench, no way I'm going to Ma'ar, then you've got to be careful. And maybe don't drink so much. But I know it's hard for someone to say that. Because often they can be benching a few hours later. By then the alcohol's worn off. And by then you will bench. Or marriage you could take a do many, many hours later. Right before chatzos. So you're okay in that case. Again, like the Mishra says. You know. The, the main reason why we're drinking is to have a simcha on Purim. Right? And not just an excuse to harm people, chas v'sholem, to insult someone, chas v'sholem. You know, people use Purim as an excuse. You know, they can't say many things the whole year. But it comes to Purim, oh, I'm going to get drunk and I can say whatever I want. Shem Yerachim. That person should touch a drop of alcohol. That's not what the mitzvah is for. That's not what the Rabban Shem wants from you right now. To hurt somebody else, to insult somebody else, to embarrass somebody else. Absolutely not. That's not the mitzvah. Nobody can come along and say, I did that, but I was, I was going to the mitzvah because I was drinking. doesn't work. If you know that of yourself, don't drink. If you know you're going to get physical, don't drink. Right? You have to know yourself. Right? Everybody, you know, leave your day and Morris nafshay. Everybody knows Everybody knows you have to be careful. It's a beautiful mitzvah. If it's done correctly, a person could reach heights that he may he may have never ever reached before. Maybe we'll discuss this in mitzvah Shem, um, maybe Wednesday night. A person could reach heights on Purim that he can maybe never ever reach the whole year. It's an incredible opportunity if it's done correctly, like everything else. Let me just um, one last shayla for today, and that is an interesting one about damaging on Purim. Now, it happens sometimes a person is drunk. And he damages things. He breaks a chair. He breaks a chandelier. He breaks something. A window. Is he mechoyev is he to pay? What's the din? So there's a famous Gemara in Sukkah Memheim Aleph. Where the Gemara in Sukkah tells us at the end of the Yom Tov of Sukkot, people would take other people's esroigim and they would eat them. It was like a simon of simcha, of joy, of finishing Yom Tov. Ah, we finished the Yom Tov. How beautiful. No. Toysfus, over there in Megillah, explains... Right? That he says that anytime you steal or damage someone else's property as part of the celebration, you're potter from pain. As I pass in Taisfus. The Rosh and other Rishainim are chaylik on Taisfus. And they say, no, the Gemara means not that you would take somebody else's Esrach. As for Shalom, you'd eat your own Esrach. As a simon that we finished on to when the mitzvah or bechas v'sholem, if a person was damaging somebody else, even if it's through the simcha, avadi yechayev to pay. And as I pass in the matcha, chumas hadeshen, the rivash, and as I pass in the tor, the ramal paskins like toisvus. And the ramal says, if the minig is that people grab away food without permission, then you're potter. And then he adds, if you accidentally damage during the simcha, during the celebration, you're potter. As I pass in the Ramah, it would come out to feed that that if a person on Purim is drunk and he stands on the chair and he's getting the oil going, boom, the whole chair goes down, he doesn't have to pay. He's part of unpaying. 
comes along the Yorach HaSholchan, and the Yorach HaSholchan said, it's not Megaya. It's not Megaya. We don't have such a situation that a person, Mamash, is Isaac B'Simcha, and he's going to be damaged. I'll give you an example, by the way. I remember I was once by Rabbi Zerobach, many times, Baruch Hashem, but one of the times by Rabbi, uh, I was by Rabbi Zerobach, it was right after Simcha's Torah, and a fellow came in with two Shailas. Shaila number one, the Chosen Torah. Uh, he got an Aliyah. Now, you know how it goes, right? The Talis goes up, the Oilem are there, the Oilem are singing and dancing. It's, it's Moiradik. This guy, the Chosen Torah, he was, was schwitzing. Schwitzing, he was sweating. And the sweat was falling on the Sefer Torah, and it smudged out one of the letters. Now, it's going to cost money to fix that Sefer Torah. Does he have to pay? Question number two. There was one guy who was holding the Sefer Torah for hours and hours. He pushed it, wouldn't let go of it. He was holding it tight. It was beautiful. It was unbelievable. His, 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 his love of the Torah, his love of the Rabbani Shalom was unbelievable. But the problem is they found out after this guy held the Sefer Torah, and it was obviously him because nobody else held it for so long, that he actually, through the tightness, he, he, he damaged some of the, the, the parashas, you know, the, uh, the, the, the scrolls, some of the parashas. It got a little bit ruined. Does he have to pay? That was the Shaila. And we bought, you know, this was the, this was the Nakud over here, which Be'etzim, if a person is doing it, Machmas the Simcha, it could be that he's Potter, which means that on Purim, a person has to be very, very careful. Right? If someone does come to damage something, if he's doing it, Machmas the Simcha, Yesh Maladabed is what to talk about. But he's doing it still because he's, you know, in a bad mood or he gets upset and he's embarrassing someone or someone embarrasses him and he happens to be drunk. So he smashes something, I thought this guy to pay. So it means a person has to be very, very careful on Purim how he acts and how he drinks and how he makes sure he's Makamis Mitzvah. But both there's a few shadows we have to discuss. Number one, the Nafkimini to Yushalayim and everywhere else in the world. We also have to discuss traveling a bit. We also have to discuss going from Suda to Suda, which means sometimes a person will make a brocha in one person's house on, on something and then he'll go to another person's house. Does he have to make a new brocha over there? But see, after the Shemaya will continue tomorrow for a wonderful day.